0: Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm your host, Marketing and Mindset Coach Ellie Swift, here to help you connect with your clients, create life-changing results in your online business, and shine neon bright online. I built a multi six-figure business in under two years and more importantly, have supported my clients to get amazing results. My clients have generated five and six-figure launches, tripled their income and completely transformed their lives using my signature framework, the Swift Marketing Method. In this podcast, I take you a layer deeper into my business, my life. And my mind. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get started.
1: Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I am very excited to be here with my incredible friend and client in the mastermind soon and past client in a number of programs, which I'm so, so thrilled and grateful for, Lou Fitz. So through a lived experience approach, Lou supports passionate, anxious individuals to find their inner confidence, inner truth, and lift the bar on self-knowledge by learning who the fuck they are, why they are the way they are, so that they can own themselves authentically without the worrying mind shit storms getting in the way. The desire of every anxious person is more time, freedom and confidence to be without the worry. So with that in mind, Lou is here to chat more with us today about her experiences coming out the other side of a 20-year battle with anxiety and four-year battle with depression. And the reason why I specifically wanted to have Lou here and we were just talking about this off mic is that I've shared over the years, you know, here and there that I personally have experienced anxiety and have my own story with anxiety. And I've never, ever shared about it in detail. And it's something that, you know, especially being in not even a post-pandemic world, but really being in the midst of this pandemic, in a time when, you know, a lot of business owners are close to burnout or are burning out. It's something that we're seeing everywhere in the online space at the moment. And I feel like there's a a responsibility as somebody who's working with so many business owners to constantly be having this conversation about really taking care of your nervous system, because it's such a big part of how I show up in business and, and how I run my business behind the scenes. So all of that to say, I really wanted to have this conversation about anxiety. I wanted to overlay, you know, some of my own experience with it, and there is no one I would rather have it with than Lou. So welcome. Oh, thank you.
2: You've been on my vision board, L. Believe it or not, you probably get this a lot, but
1: I just, someone else said that the other day.
2: <laughs> honestly, I have my podcast and I just people that I want to talk to and that inspire me and. Just, you know, just the real conversations. And so thank you for having me on here. I feel very, yeah, very grateful that you've invited me. So I can't wait to dive in and share this with your community.
1: Absolute pleasure. All right, so let's kick off with the background. So when did you discover that you had anxiety and how has it manifested for you throughout your life? Give us the 411 on all things lose anxiety. Okay. (laughs) How long have you got? (laughs)
2: So I knew from, I think, primary school that something was a little different and I just kind of thought that's who I was, you know, my, my worry, my stress, my loneliness, the constant need for validation, always searching for more, more, more panic attacks, just a lot of those things. But I think back then it wasn't talked about. So it was like, I was just that tomboy, crazy kid that just doesn't stop. And that's always needing validation. And I think I didn't realize how bad my anxiety was and for how long until I got out, until I got out the other side. My anxiety drove me into depression. And I experienced probably a really very dark, lonely, bad four years of my life where it wasn't good and so that's when I kind of sought help and went to see a psychologist and kind of got the tools I needed to come out of the depression I guess and I had medication and and I kept seeing my psychologist for over over nine years but I was on this roller coaster and it just was in and out and in and out no matter what therapies I would try I felt like I just couldn't get you know better. Yes. Which I think when you struggle with you know a mental illness, you just you just want to feel better. You want to feel normal, whatever that is. And I couldn't, I just couldn't get out. Yes. And I thought after seeing psychologists and doing all the therapies, it actually made me feel crazier and like more fucked up because I was like, why? Aren't these things helping me? I must be that bad, that messed up, that nothing that everyone says I should do is working. Yes. And so it got to this point where I was just like, there's got to be something else. There's something from stopping me from moving forward, from trusting myself. And I took myself down this path unknowingly of finding the root cause to my anxiety and diving deep and finding my truth and it Mm. completely changed my life like completely every day I'm reminded about how much it controlled me and so many people say that they're like I didn't realize this was anxiety
1: what was the root cause of your anxiety it
2: was the fear of rejection from my mum I didn't have a great relationship with her growing up and it just made so much sense like learning this understanding my triggers you know my triggers of anxiety were mainly around women and wanting to fit in wanting to be accepted you know fear of judgment which I think is so huge in business fear of judgment for my friends like mm-hmm. close friends and I think this is so common when people struggle with anxiety it's like why does my best friend trigger me and I've learned through The last four years of really diving back into looking at my life because this moment was just like, wow, it opened up. Everything in my life made sense when I found this point. Everything made sense. And because I didn't have a great relationship with my mum and I pushed her away for the majority of my life, which I didn't realise, you know, yet all i wanted was her to be proud of me and of course she was as a parent you know you are doesn't you know but you what i what's important and what i teach is about us going back and going deep going deep to the past to our relationships to finding that deep root cause because when you find it it is so powerful and your life literally makes sense and when you've got that education on yourself, that is so powerful in building that confidence, you know, that inner confidence, which is what we need to put ourselves out there. Like if we're talking about business and anxiety yeah, you know, I've got. I used to call myself a job slut and a project slut because I would jump from job to job to job, from project to project to project. The amount of business names I have you know, registered, and I think a lot of your community, you know, can relate to this because you want more, always want more. This need, need to like, why do I want more? I used to get angry at myself. Why do I want more? It's because I was searching for something somewhere to fit in somewhere to belong but the only place you need to belong is on the inside but when you don't know what's on the inside you know you will never find it on the
1: outside 100 it does make sense okay so let's talk about this and you know just thank you for sharing that because that's a very personal question that I just asked you around what the root cause was and it takes a lot of vulnerability to share that and just fully witnessing you in sharing that on you know, on this podcast, and I think that, you know, I know that you're doing so in service to the people listening. And so just really recognizing that and and grateful for it. So in terms of business, you know, if we specifically zero in on business, how do you see anxiety playing out in business, you know, for the ways that it shows up, say for yourself or for your clients? How do you see anxiety really play out in business? From my own personal experience
2: working with clients, and I've done several surveys to kind of look at what the top anxiety-triggering fears are, yes. And there's four anxiety-triggering fears that come through consistently. You know, it's self-doubt, imposter syndrome, fear of judgment and fear of failure. Mm. And you know, the underlying theme to all of these is lack of inner confidence you want to be able to trust yourself back yourself you know be confident in what you're going to do even if it's going to work or not that's the journey but how can you trust yourself when you don't even know yourself Mm. and I think if you turn back and and I did like over the last four years working with clients and doing surveys like I'd market research people do it it's an absolute gold mine and so yeah. important like i'm obsessed with it when i was like what is this underlying theme around anxiety and i i say anxiety's mates so you know perfectionism comparisonitis fear, you know fear of judgment self-doubt i say anxiety and his mates that whole ball of stuff that stops us from moving forward stops us from doing the shit we want to do even though we know we're passionate about it Everything, the underlying theme is lack of inner confidence. So how do you get that? Education, practice, not necessarily doing all the free things and reading the books and podcasts and the self-development stuff because that's all extremely good but it's on the inside. We're the only people that know ourselves the best but yet no one teaches us about who we are and why we are the way we are. And I think we're scared. We're very scared to do that. I was scared. Like the hardest thing I've ever done is get honest with myself Mm. and dive deep, the hardest thing, harder than childbirth, harder than being a mum, harder than running a business, but the most powerful, powerful thing you could ever do.
1: I so agree with you. And, you know, when I think about my own anxiety, it, It has taken me diving deep into, you know, how you say the root cause. Completely agree with that. Like getting really clear on well, what are these underlying things that are causing this? What is it that is making me? feel, you know, if we talk about like practical examples of how my anxiety is manifested and and full transparency to everyone listening, I I rarely experience anxiety nowadays because I've really moved through it and done so much of this work around it. But you know, for me, it manifested as feeling like really jittery when I wasn't working. I'd be like, how are you supposed to do anything and make money and like be successful and create if you're not working? So it, it was showing it would show up in that way. It would show up as like crippling fear if everything wasn't going to plan. It would show up as me controlling things so as to try and, you know, make everything go my way because if one thing went slightly wrong, all of the stories about what that meant about me, about my work would come through. Not to mention just the constant inner dialogue and inner chatter of, Can you do this? Is this going to be possible for you? And I really kind of want to segue this into a conversation about anxiety as a superpower because what I've personally learned, and I really love your thoughts around this, is that I can see that I had to do exactly what you shared, which was to identify why is this coming up. And for me, it was very much a lot of, it was really related to I was praised for you know, when I worked, I was praised for being a high achiever. I was praised for all of those things. And so when I wasn't in that mode and showing up in that way, that's when my anxiety was really triggered. And in addition to that, my relationship to my anxiety really needed to change. And I was saying to you prior to to this conversation that a really big shift for me was when I read Sarah Wilson's How We Make the Beast Beautiful, which for anyone who's listening, I highly recommend that book. It's incredible, again, through the perspective of someone with lived experience of anxiety and, and bipolar disorder she has. And she talks about how she changed her relationship to anxiety so that it really became her superpower. So it became something where she identified all the beauty in her anxiety, all the things that it enabled her to do, you know, in terms of things like, being able to see things in the future that other people can't and being able to problem solve and mitigate. You know, I think that people that have anxiety that are CEOs, you really do have this amazing superpower if you know how to utilize it as a superpower rather than be crippled by it. And I do think that A, that means looking at the root cause, understanding it, recognizing where it shows up and almost making that decision of, well, what's the what's the anxiety that I'm not okay with and that yeah. I'm going to focus on, on removing because it is crippling. And for me, that were things that made my nervous system really heightened. And so I've done so much work and, and I say work, it's tools like me a lot of deep breathing a really consistent morning practice like lots of grounding work to be able to remove that anxiety and the anxiety that's related to wanting to do more be better show up more there's a lot of superpower in that and so i've also got tools to tap into that like utilizing that when i'm planning and asking myself those questions that i know not everyone does and so this is a very long-winded way of asking a question, but I know I said to you that a big part of this episode of also was also wanting to share my experience too because I, I know that people listening would be interested in that. What are your thoughts on anxiety as a superpower? How do you teach your clients to, to really connect to anxiety as a superpower? Do you teach that? Do you believe that? Would love to know your thoughts.
2: I think it's like a generalised label that we attach to validate what's happening for us because going deep is too scary, too hard sometimes. And so the people that I admire so much that I think are the strongest, most resilient, incredible people are people that are battling a mental illness, that own a business and that are in parenthood. And if you're doing all three, holy fucking shit, like (laughs) think about it. Like, That is just incredible. So I think in that sense, because of what you're battling in your head, majority of the time on the daily, that is exhausting work. And I think if you are battling, give yourself a bloody pat on the back or pour yourself a wine or a gin or a... (laughs) a tea whatever suits you but like it is hard and I've actually got that book but I haven't read it Mm. I got to a point where I was buying these anxiety books to to find like I just want to be free Mm. I really wanted to be just free because you know although I knew I could get shit done being anxious and I cared times five million because that's what you do people pleaser in you comes out yes I wanted to just be, just be in the moment, just switch off, you know, and I couldn't do that. The anxiety was just there. And so I think because people are at different stages in their mental health journey, their personal development journey, and I guess for me I'm here for those people that are just done with it and ready to go deep and not just learn the surface label of anxiety you know yeah. it's about learning the root cause of anxiety and all his mates when you equip yourself with that knowledge that's when you have the confidence to say this serves me that doesn't anymore because you know and you can actually get off that roller coaster and i explain it you know anxiety and battling with all the things is like you're on this roller coaster we know it's coming. We know that we have good times and bad times. But have you ever hopped off the roller coaster, walked down the steps, opened the end room and had a look at how the fuck this roller coaster is running? I know it's scary. It's so scary, but oh, it's so empowering to learn how you work. And every single one of us is so different. Mm. And that's what I was finding when I was reading these books and, trying to do all the things it was a very one size fits all and yes I got validation and yes I got some management tools but we're all so different I think the only way to get to that deep shit is for you to dive in yes so I'm not even sure if I
1: answered that question
0: correctly. Yeah, well,
1: what what I take from that is ultimately there are going to be things that resonate with every single person in terms of how they move through their relationship with anxiety. And there is no one size fits all of what works for one person. Isn't necessarily going to work for anyone. Speaking of anxiety, I can hear a barking in the background that clearly has some kind of anxiety right now, because there's a dog outside. So The number of people that are telling me right now, they're listening to the podcast and they can just hear Olive chatting all the time. It is constant story of my puppy life. But that's really what I took from what you shared. And I I think that ultimately it's coming back to this point that you're making, which I so agree with, which is that you need to get to the root cause of your own anxiety. And that is the key to then know know, how you live your life and what your strategy forward looks like. And I really liken this to, to so many other things in the personal development space, really which is that if we relate this to business, for example, and obviously we're talking about two very different topics here, but you can't jump on social media and look at a few different posts and like, it's not all going to be relevant for you. So you might jump on social media and you might scroll through and you might see someone who's like, you can work less and earn more. And then you might see another post that's like, you can't build a six figure business unless you work your ass off. Like, Yes, both of those things are true. Yeah. And only one of those messages is going to be relevant for you at that one time. And so until you identify exactly where you're at and what it is that's coming up for you in relation to your anxiety, it's only yeah. then that you're going to know exactly what the path forward looks like, exactly what clearing it from your life or managing it or whatever else it is, looks yes. like. Yes. Is that, does that feel true? Yes, yeah, completely. And respecting that
2: each and every one of us are at different points in our personal growth, you know, development journey a mental health journey. And that's why I advocate for all the modalities when it comes to mental health, because they all serve a purpose. Yes, but Ultimately, creating your own path, like it is completely possible. And that's why I was just gobsmacked and I just like I was like I need to share this with the world because it is possible and I was in the depth of it where I was just like I have to live with this for the rest of my life this is going to be hard and exhausting and I don't even know but I got out and so can you you know like your your community of anyone that's suffering anxiety it's possible yes it is possible
1: yes and I think that that in itself is a really powerful message because oh we are told, well, if you haven't experienced anxiety, then that's kind of just something that you've got to manage for the rest of your life. And as somebody who doesn't really experience anxiety anymore, I say doesn't really, because there might be a moment where something comes up because human, but as someone who really doesn't identify as having anxiety anymore, I really believe that it is something that you can truly work through, but it does
2: require the work. Absolutely. And it's like, you know, business when we say don't compare yourself to someone who's you know at chapter 16 and you're at chapter one it's the same with your personal development and and growth and my biggest key which i say to everyone is to find out who you are and why you are the way you are because that will support you in every single step of your life and knowing that you have these different chapters you know understanding those different chapters that you will change that things will change and adapting to that is so important you know as we see with what's happening in the world you know just having that you know flexibility I guess you could say and that openness to change because I know with people that struggle with anxiety it's like the change you know because then I don't have the The plan, you know, the plan, what's the plan? Plan A, B, C and D, you know. And like my dream was to be able to go with the flow. When I was struggling in the deep shit of it, I was all I want to do is to be able to go with the flow and not give any fucks. That was like my dream. And now I'm living that dream. Yes, It's amazing and it's possible. And Mm -hmm. I just hope that people who are in business, especially in this unstable world, you know, in your community, business relationships friendships life choices finance everything comes back to you and if you can spend some time and prioritize time to learn that everything else will flow with confidence that's what you want right you want to be able to back yourself
1: and i don't know like we absolutely do so okay so to wrap this up as a finishing question tell us how can we thrive if, if for anyone that's listening, how can you thrive if you identify as having anxiety right now? What are some really practical steps that your people who are in business right now experiencing anxiety can do? I'll share one of an exercise that mm-hmm. is
2: so powerful in, I guess, that starting step and something that I mm-hmm. run through with my clients when they first start. Please. Is you know, grab an A3 piece of paper get some texters in the middle of that A3 piece of paper, write, I am at my happiest when. And catch yourself if you are going to write things down that are based on what society thinks you should write down. I want you to really feel into it. Like sit and think about those moments and they're not big. It's a little tip. They're not big moments. It's just like think about the feeling of, when you support a friend through a hard time, like feeling like happy that you're able to support them, when you nail a purchase at the shops, you know, when you when you nail the look of your couch, you know, because I know, you know, my one of my anxiety triggers was if the cushions weren't in the right color order, it was triggering, <laughs> and I, I use this because so many people laugh their heads off because they're like. The cushions, the fucking cushions. <laughs> I but, you know what? What those moments that just light you up—they're tiny moments. And when you step back and look at this, and it may take some time to be able to actually fill it or write. And a lot of people say, "Oh, it's really hard." It's like, yeah, because what we're doing is living for the outside world. We're not living for us, and this is where the anxiety I feel is triggered because we're trying to be someone we're not or that we're trying to fit in Mm. so when you can start and really look at what lights you up that is a starting point to assess your life assess where you need to go next like okay well am I just living for everyone else every single person deserves to live a life for themselves and their family and for shit that lights them up, and it's possible you don't need money flash cars houses it's what's within because what you'll probably find when you write what you write it has nothing to do with what you're trying to get and it's just a very
1: very powerful exercise because you're like wow so good I love that so much thank you so much for sharing this I've loved having this conversation with you is there anything that we haven't covered that you would like to share
2: I could honestly talk
1: (laughs) for hours and (laughs) hours so Don't ask me that question. (laughs) Well, tell us then, where can we find you? Where can everyone listening
2: find you? Mainly on Instagram and come and send me a DM if this has really resonated with you. The doors to my mastermind open at the end of this week and we start on the 3rd of April. So if this is after the fact, I will have a wait list for my next mastermind where I share the exact steps that I took and it's all based on lived experience. So. Yeah, but Instagram's where I'm
1: at. Come and and say hi. Jump on over and check out Lou on the gram. We will pop her handle in the show notes so you've got that there and you can jump on over and, and check her out. Thank you so much for this conversation. I've loved it so much and just love and adore you. Well, thank you for everything that you do.